Hello and welcome to the podcast, UFO Warning. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about a recent sighting in Marseille, France. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. There now Marseille is a, a pretty pretty good sized city at the south of France, uh, more toward the uh, eastern part of the country, right along the Mediterranean Ocean. According to Wikipedia, they've got about 1.7 million people living in the uh, metropolitan area with a population overall of over 3 million. Uh, it's just a quick shot of some uh, video on a beach. It, it looks good. And it looks authentic. Uh, people are there just enjoying themselves on the beach. And you see uh, behind the beach is kind of a low mountain range. And they're filming this large, um, it looks like it's probably a disc, but almost a cigar shaped. It's uh, obviously a metal uh, appearing uh, UFO. And it's pretty good sized. I mean, judging from the size of the mountains and the distance, I mean, this thing's got to be, it could be the size of a football field. I don't know. But uh, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten a little bit more of attention. I think because of the fact that it's located in Europe, a lot of times, you know, uh, with UFO hunters here in the States, uh, maybe just the language barrier or whatever, we miss a lot of good footage that's being uh, taken uh, over there in Europe. Uh, interesting thing about Marseille is that if you look it up online, there was a mass UFO sighting uh, there in 1608. Now, that's a long time ago, you know, over 400 years. But they did make a pretty good record of it. And uh, you had three uh, saucer-shaped ships that uh, were were spotted by, you know, hundreds of people, probably thousands, as they migrated down the coast from Marseille to uh, Genoa, which is now part of Italy, but back then was part of France. And they say that as these ships uh, approached Genoa, there was a fort there, and they uh, one of them must have been having some kind of trouble because they describe how it goes into the ocean. At, as it goes in, they can see that there must have been heat coming off of it because it's just boiling. It says that it boiled the water up and turned it orange. This is a really common uh, theme that goes through a lot of these uh, disabled uh, UFOs that we talk about that make water landings. And you have to wonder if, um, are they going into the water just because it's a place where they could be safe from humans? Or is the water offering them some sort of resource they need for fuel or for repairs or whatever? Which makes sense because, you know, water being made of hydrogen and oxygen, both a couple of very uh, combustible uh, materials, uh, it would make sense that these craft would use water. Uh, anyway, they described back in 1608, um, humans were just as uh, willing to attack UFOs uh, then as they were in the Cold War. <laughs> and they record that uh, at the fort at Genoa, they began to bombard the craft and they fired over 800 shots at them. Now, it would have had to have been real. They saw something, obviously, because this is 1608. You can't imagine that the gunpowder was cheap and that 800 cannonball would have been cheap. So whatever happened, the people in that fort uh, felt genuinely threatened and they uh, incurred a large expense in order to try to protect themselves. If this would have just been swamp gas or reflections off the water, it's pretty certain that they wouldn't have used up 800 cannonball and all the gunpowder to try to uh, bring these things down. And they mentioned that while they're shooting these things, 
they just remain parked. Now, it doesn't really state whether they were out of range of the shells or the shells just bounced off of them or somehow there was a force field maybe that stopped the shells before they even got there. But the people at that time uh, do point out that they met, that they saw a couple of, uh, they describe them as human-like uh, creatures come out of the craft and they noticed that they had large heads and they were connected by uh, hoses or tubes to the craft and they didn't know what they were doing but they seemed to be working on the craft for several hours. So, and that's interesting too because um, some sometimes we think of these things as just being uh, like a ghost or like a phenomena, but at other times they appear to have real uh, mechanical difficulty. And if they're having mechanical difficulty, if they're having to uh, repair these things, you wonder, wow, you know, what are they made out of, and how do they transition between this, uh, you know, ghost-like state and this. Uh, you know, 3D state where they're made out of metal or whatever. That's a really interesting case, the case of 1608. You can look that up too. Finally, uh, while I was doing a little research online about the French case, uh, the one in uh, Marcel that we were talking about where they just recently came out with that video, I noticed that uh, France, the, the government at least there, seems to take a lot more serious attitude toward UFOs. In fact, in France, uh, located in Toulouse, which is down in the south of France, over towards Spain, they have, um, well, it would be like our NASA, but they call it the CNES, so it ends up uh, translating for like the Center for National Space Studies, basically. And within that, uh, really uh, pretty big deal. I mean, it's the, the, they study the rocket launches, I mean, you, you can look it up. This is also the home, the home base of Boeing. So this is, like I said, this is like the French NASA. Within that government agency, they have a, a group called uh, GEIPAN, and the acronym is G-E-I-P-A-N, and uh, translates as a study group and information on uh, non-identifiable aerospace phenomena. And they have, I think they said at least 14 investigators assigned to this group. So this is uh, literally UFO hunters uh, uh, that work for the French government uh, in their space department, so um, they're they seem like they like they're approaching the whole uh, idea of UFOs seriously, and they're dedicating real resources to it, and they're giving these folks offices in the same building that houses you know the the government agency that oversees the aerospace uh, industry, and France has a big aerospace industry. I mean, as far as Europe goes, they're a leader in that field. So that was interesting, and, and I did link to the site on their on uh, on ufowarning.com, and they've got uh, Japan's got a site there. Well, so does uh, so does CNES. It's got a real a real slick video. Uh, you can take a look at that. But Japan has a site, and it's a simple website. It's in French, but it's still cool to look at and see how uh, governments besides the U.S. approach the UFO phenomena. And they've got a nice website, and they describe uh, their investigative process and how they categorize the investigations. And the cool thing about this is, is that they're actually treating this phenomena as something real. They aren't just trying to debunk it. And they do say, well, you know, I think it's like 80% or 90% of these end up being explainable. But at least they're not uh, harassing and 
in and uh, just you know casting shades, so to speak, on the people that have real sightings. So they allow for the possibility that uh, the UFO phenomena is something that does occur and that we don't understand. So they're not exactly trying to explain that, but they're they're approaching it from a scientific uh, aspect where they actually have, like I said, they've got UFO hunters hired by the government. They work within the space agency. They go out and they investigate these calls, lots of calls, and the ones that are explainable, they explain it, and they're respectful about it, and they take a scientific approach about it. And then the ones that they can't explain, they're just honest about it. They're just, they just come out and say, this is what happened, this is what people saw, and this is an unexplained uh, a UFO phenomena. And I think that's so cool that they're able to do that and approach this subject like adults when uh, I have to spend a week you know, reading about the uh, solar observatory uh, closure in, in our own country, New Mexico, where it's done in total secret. And while they're doing the whole operation in total secret, they take every opportunity to debunk the phenomena of UFO uh, to basically make fun of people that, that, that think there is or is a possibility of UFOs and, and never give us a single answer. So I really, uh, I really respect the French model, and uh, it's, it's a cool way of doing things. I'd encourage you to go online, check it out, and check out that video of that UFO in Marseille. Like I said, I haven't been able to, um, I found a couple articles on it. I haven't found second video to, uh, to confirm that, but what is on there is very interesting, and uh, stop by and have a, take, have a look at it. Now, that's all for now. UFOWarning.com, over and out.